1: T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west.
2: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out. Where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices.
4: We should start right off because I have some ideas. Okay. Go ahead, Johnny. Go
0: ahead, Johnny. Because
4: you have, you guys have to grind this, and I'm so excited that some things occurred to me while I was watching this thing. Go ahead. I, I, love watched-
0: it. I love it when you come on. You know why? Because you come prepared. You're, like, you're as prepared as Donald <laughs> and I. You're like you're wound up.
4: Well, I am. I'm, look, going back in and watching this, first of all, it's hard not to feel really proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this one, I thought, deserved some backdrop because the one last week, one fifteen, is a spectacular episode. Zach, you're particularly great in that episode with Sarah. Thank and you. then the monologues with The Shrink let the whole ensemble just shine. Yeah. And I busted my ass on those monologues because you the were writing great. was were astonishing. And you
0: notice there's no cuts. I mean, we were clearly all told all that they –
1: it would be wonders.
0: Yeah, they, they we, we, were clear, especially since Donald uh, knew it, so we were clearly all told that there would be no
4: cuts. But what I thought was really interesting and maybe interesting for people listening is a little bit of context. And what I mean is because in this episode it's it became clear to me just how gelled the ensemble is, whether it's Kenny and Judy, you and Mizaki, Donald and Sarah, the thing is just watertight. And the reason is because I think now, as we discussed already, 9-11 had already occurred. We're around about the middle of December here. And so what happened in New York, which I'll circle this back, uh, was the New York Yankees lost the World Series in seven games to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the only reason that's relevant is because they lost. There was no ticker tape parade in New York City. So we were invited to the Thanksgiving parade in New York City, and it was the first taste of real rock star for all of us because we worked till Wednesday night till about 925. And this was a a week or two before this episode. And then we were whisked off to LAX, where we occupied the entire front of first class.
1: There was Mm -hmm. only one other person. There were only one other. That's right. And it was a it was a boy band. It was like uh, O-Town or something like that. We shared first class. It was the cast of Scrubs and O-Town. I remember this. It might as
4: well have been a private plane. It wasn't, but it was first class. It wasn't coach. It was first. It wasn't business class. It was first class. And we were going to New York to participate in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Now, remember, there had been no mass gatherings allowed in New York since that Tuesday morning in September, This just wasn't allowed. The Yankees were supposed to be there, but they weren't. Right. So we fly overnight and you guys can chime in, but we fly overnight. We go, we're deposited at some chapel on the Upper West Side
0: somewhere. Yeah, We didn't
1: yeah. even go to the hotel. We just, they dropped us off at the freaking uh, parade.
0: Yeah. We and were we, like lying on the, on the ground in the chapel to kind absolutely. of. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah and we
4: got that. sideways on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> sideways. As you do, and and then we we got up and Zachy, I think you brought your nephew onto the float. Yes. Yeah, I did, and it was a quasi-racist kind of Pocahontas float. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I think they've, got, us, they've gotten
0: they've gotten rid of some of those since then, I think. Yeah, but I, absolutely, I think, uh, I think ours. Was. But here's
4: the Scrubs cast and a quasi-racist uh, Pocahontas float on the Upper West Side in the staging area, and who pulls up behind us, but the Wiggles in the big red car. Now, I had gone to Wiggles concerts with my son, every time they are in Los Angeles for the last couple of years. I was eating, sleeping, and drinking the Wiggles. So I got off the float, and I went back to the big red car, I introduced myself to Murray and Jeff, and I introduced myself to everybody, and I became friends with the Wiggles, and I am to this day.
1: You hang out with the Wiggles still? Not really, but I did a
4: video <laughs> for them, and I—I I, they became my friends. They're
1: great
0: my, educators. My memory – sorry to interrupt one second, Johnny. My memory is that my nephew was a very outspoken kid and not shy at all. And I don't know how old he was, but he was little. And He we had were, to be
1: like nine, dude. No, younger,
0: right. younger, younger, younger. Right, He was a little kid. And so Al Roker, we're off the float at one point, and Al Roker is interviewing us. And he goes, and I'm here with the cast of Scrubs, and I've got Johnny C. McGinley, Donald Faison. He's going around introducing the whole cast. And my nephew, this is live television. And my nephew goes, what about me? <laughs> and Al Roker, it's awkward, and Al Roker <laughs> ignores him and starts, so, so, so tell us about the show. I, 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 interrupts him again. What about me? <laughs> And finally Al feels bad enough that he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, young man. You're right. And what's your name? And then he introduces himself. But I was like, it was my first Wasn't
1: he throwing gang signs too? Like wasn't Jagger throwing oh gang signs. God's he sake. didn't he didn't
0: he didn't know any like real gang signs, but he had seen on TV how 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 rappers and whomever throw gang signs. So we're on the float and he's like throwing these like almost gang signs.
4: When I when I spoke to Al Roker after after he cut I said, how how is this for a turnout? And he said, this will be the largest turnout in the history of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I said, well, give me an estimate. And he said, there'll be about three and a half million people here. And so every time we went through an intersection and I'll wrap this story up in a minute. But every time we went down an intersection, you could see it was 100 to 200 people deep at every intersection. Yeah. I've never seen that many people. I, I never will in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was that was. I remember being like, "Wow, there are so many people here," and we were on the float. And every, you're right. Every time we passed an intersection, it looked like it went so deep into the intersection. And I remember thinking, "How are all of these people?" It, it was like sardines too, like they were packed together.
4: Because nobody had that. been allowed. Nobody had been allowed to gather since that tuesday and another
0: thing i remember is that my nephew was was on the float and he i, I thought oh this will be fun for him he w- he was bored in 30 seconds right and i was like oh fuck i gotta take care of this kid for a whole parade
1: yeah we had to c- and it's all the way from uptown all the way to mason yeah
0: and he's throwing his gang signs for a while and then he got bored of that and then there was like an upstairs in the float
4: i don't know if it was like yes, in Poca- was.
0: it was like in pocahontas's head or something
4: well no it, it was he- a multi-tiered ship
0: that yeah, it was a uh, boat Yeah, but even like in the in the in the non outside area, there was some spot he found, and then he he went up there and he found bubble wrap, and I was like, okay, fucking bubble wrap will entertain him for a little while. Then he got over the he was stomping on the bubble wrap, and I was like, this
4: I'm never having kids. This is like the
1: worst.
5: (laughs) What about me?
4: My only point bringing this up, and I'll, I'll I'll circle it back was that, and also remember. A couple of weeks earlier actually about a month earlier we had been picked up for the back nine right and we ran around the hospital with our huds cut off and so that meant you had paychecks until uh may the first week of right. may or so right because in tv you only get paid for episodes produced right and so yeah. that and just meant- so you
0: know just let's explain to people who don't know the show was um was picked up for the first 13 episodes and they kind of see how you do in the ratings And then if you do well enough in the ratings, you get the rest of the order, which which is uh, in in business talk is called the back nine, meaning you get the you get nine more episodes.
4: And we had been given that news about a month earlier and we ran around the hospital like we'd won the Stanley Cup.ers I remember remember vividly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And my only point in this is that between getting picked up and now about 15 or 16 episodes into it, and I can see it in this episode, as we'll uh, discuss, but the ensemble is watertight. Whether it meant going on a trip together or getting picked up, people are starting to vibe off each other, and it's as clear as day. When I was watching it, it's as cl- what Donald and Sarah are doing. Uh, as you guys know, I think the camera is an X-ray machine, and it sees through all the bullshit. And what they're doing together, there's zero bullshit. And what okay. Zach is doing at the end uh, with Sarah in that in that uh, on that cot there's no bullshit it's mm. it's just tight and right and i just oh i got a chill it just it really got me,
0: a me. you gave me a chill too because i gotta tell you i didn't remember um in that scene with sarah what happened i didn't know if it was gonna turn romantic i didn't know if i cried i couldn't remember and i was actually moved by the two of us because nothing happens like i agree or- like I agree like like you like would happen in real life you know in the movies we'd kiss in the movies I'd break down and cry but in real life two friends might just sit there in silence for a minute and I just thought that was beautifully done I think it's
4: the real privilege of friendship when nothing does happen so that I don't have to demonstrate to you anything and you don't have to demonstrate anything to me and real friendship is when stuff is allowed and it's a tricky verb to settle yeah. And you guys let it settle in front of the lens. And uh, as we'll discuss, Will McKenzie, he just let the scene play. And the two actors, it's really lovely. And on a primetime comedy, it's yeah. spectacular. It's yeah. spectacular.
1: Uh, was, should
0: we start the show? Yeah, but we should start the show. But I think Johnny, because of that beautiful uh, prologue, should should have the honor of counting us into the song. Johnny, please. Five, six, seven, eight.
1: Stories about show we made. About a bunch of
0: doctors and nurses in a- So I've been using this uh, Scrubs Wiki, uh, Johnny, that, that uh, gives us – What is Scrubs?
4: I've heard you reference it. By the way, you guys are killing this podcast. Well, we're having what a lot of Scrubs fun. What is Scrubs Wiki?
0: Scrubs Wiki is uh, – if you just put in um, Scrubs Wiki into into the Google machine, it brings you up this, um, this thing that I guess multiple fans or one fan has curated. It's on a website called fandom.com. I guess it's a place where – where fans can collect trivia and share stories, and you know, it's a fan site. But someone, and I'm I'm thinking it might be one person, has put a lot of work into this, because every episode it has the synopsis, it has recurring themes, it has guest stars, it has the qu- wow. famous quotes, and it has trivia from each episode. And today, and I often reference it, and today I went to look at the trivia, and the first line of trivia, it says, "'Hi, Zach!' exclamation point. "'Glad you're enjoying Scrubs Wiki!' Have me on the podcast, question mark? Have Joelle search for my email. <laughs> wow. So uh, I've been discovered by the curator of Scrubs Wiki as a, as an avid fan. But uh, I will have Joelle uh, seek you out. Um, and I and I have to tell you, you've done a fantastic job because it's very useful. I can find out all sorts of, of trivia, like Kelso mentions Baxter for the very first time in this episode.
4: There's a lot of trivia in here.
0: There's a lot of um, interesting stuff, so I think yeah. Joelle says she's going to uh, track him down, and this fellow uh, um, knows a lot about Scrubs, so I think it might be fun to have him on. We can we can try and stump him.
4: Well, let I me get have... to you at at uh, at early on at a, at a minute or two in. You and Sarah in the batting cage. You Zach. Yeah. Why am I? Rede- why
0: is JD at the at the batting cage? Gianni? No. What, well, the, the,
4: it's G- <laughs> as Donald well, as Donald knows. No one says you don't even play sports. There's no no one's ever said that in the <laughs> right. history of the English language. <laughs> Which is great writing and you deliver it like you really know sports. But I'm and not you even you and Sarah in there, you redeem yourself from early on when you get bricks dropped on your head and you anticipated it. You don't anticipate the beanball in this. No, sir. And neither does Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Well I gotta they tell comm- you, I I, both.
0: I committed. Yeah, we did I did not flinch. I was not gonna let that happen again, Johnny, from that from it that period. It did brick not incident.
4: happen again.
0: And it and it and it's hard to, you know, to anticipate a, a, to not anticipate a softball being thrown at your head.
4: Well, you-, you both did it, and it as a result, it's it's Charlie Chaplin funny.
0: But why is why is JD at the batting cages? He's not even with Turk. Well, yeah. Like it'd well, be one it, thing. It'd be one thing if he's with Turk. Like Turk made me come. I'm alone at the batting cages.
1: Yeah. Neither one of you play sports. Neither one, <laughs> one of you play baseball. Neither one of you. Neither not a chance. One. In real life, too. I no, think but Sarah, dude, why? I who- think Sarah, like in high school, Sarah. Was like on the shot put team.
0: Yeah, who's never, on
1: the shot put team? I've never
0: heard Sarah talk about a single sport. Have you? Oh, ski. She's a good snowboarder. Right? She's that's, a damn that's, good that's snowboarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, she's Canadian. I think that's a rule up there. You got to be able to ski or snowboard. But okay. she, um, she, yeah, I just didn't understand that bit of writing. Mike Schwartz, we should uh, say, was the writer of this episode, along with, as Johnny mentioned, Will McKenzie, who yes. uh, is a f- incredible director and directed yep. everybody's, a lot of people's favorite episode, uh, the musical episode.
4: Will McKenzie is famous on set for the way he says action, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and cut.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
4: do it. Do, do you remember? Do you remember Johnny? How to
0: Cuff. do it? He, no, he does cut, but he also does this. So Donald's
1: coming into the room.
0: Yeah, like, oh, that's right. He talks into it. That's he, right. He sums up the scene. He's like, "Okay, and here comes Donald." And he's mad about what Carla just did. And action. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: this is and cut. I think he's a, he's directed a zillion sitcoms too. I mean, he was uh, he was you know he's a legendary TV director. He is. I think he's retired, I imagine, now. But he uh, is just a legend.
1: And a a pretty good tennis player, apparently. Very good tennis. Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: That's what you heard. heard.
1: I heard Will can make it so you're running around while he's standing in one place.
0: There were a lot of directors that when you showed up on set on Monday morning, you saw who it was and you just had a big old smile on your face. 100%. And Will McKenzie was always one of those guys for all of us. We just would like... He was like, you know, he just just felt like a a grandfather uh, figure because he was an older guy, but he had so much experience and he had a big old smile on his face. And I just, I I love that guy.
4: Also in this, in this episode, some of the, I don't know how to say this. Some of the peripheral characters, whether it's Sammy, which I'll get to in a minute or uh, Neil as the janitor get to really shine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and the janitor and it, uh, I guess, I think one Oh three, when he says "girl problems," uh, and then you say, and then Cox says, "I'd say they're a B cup," and the button is at least they're real. Well, yeah, laugh out loud. Out I'm loud. stealing. I'm stealing Zachy's laugh out loud. I did. I, I laughed out
0: loud at that man, and uh, you know because it's funny because you know we keep fucking with Bill Johnny because he's he's hanging on by his fingernails to this old lore that the janitor barely talked to anybody in season one and and he was just still deciding by the time he started season two if he was going to make the janitor solely a, a figment of jd's imagination still, he's not still hanging
5: on to that he is yes, he, he is, is. He yes, is. He, yes is. he is <laughs> and, mean, and, we, and,
1: and and every episode the janitor's talking to a different cast <laughs> and maker. donald and i donald and i
0: joke that we're like detectives being like well how would bill possibly rationalize this one and uh, you know, again, Bill would say, "Well, he's not interacting with Johnny C. He just, he just, if he's a if he's a figment of JD's imagination, he hears what Cox says and just builds on it." You
4: know, but but also, and I'm going to keep circling back with this. You could see, and in this case, it's just a simple, clean scene. Donald and Zach at 2:09. When you take the phone call from your mom and you find out about Mister Peters, you two are just. It's in carpentry. It's called tongue and groove. You guys are just effortless, and it, it it sets up the whole scene. There's a ton of uh, narr- uh, expository stuff in it, and it's just effortless.
1: Yeah,
4: and the I scene really, plays, yeah. and it's only because of what you guys had become in those, I guess, seventeen or eighteen weeks by then. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and this, I, I remember. Well, I don't. I don't remember any of this episode except for the handshake, and I had no idea. <laughs> I even and when we did the handshake I had no clue what Sarah and I like I thought it was something that Sarah and I made up on set and it turned into something in the scene but I think we made it up for the scene and it turned into something that we did on set yeah we saw
0: this handshake uh johnny and i had to endure this handshake get longer and longer i think by the end of i think by the end of nine years it took them an hour and a half to do the handshake
1: and that was just to say hello to each other (laughs)
4: yeah (laughs) during during the vietnam war i found out it was called a dap a d-a-p we were tapping
1: it up you
4: would dap somebody but
0: wait, now Donald, you don't remember if you guys were just fucking around and made this up and then put it in the show, or it was I think written. This the-
1: I think it came from the handshake in the show. I think our handshake, we made it up for the show, and then it turned into something that we did all the time when we saw each other.
4: But that yeah. that once again is what I'm talking about. It's effortless. Yeah. It and, doesn't. And did
1: you? It's um, just
4: complete with totally long. And and then you guys throw it away and go right into the scene, and that that's right. later on. But so, it, I I was so struck by so many of these vignettes that yeah. are com- completely tongue and groove.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. And 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 Donald, did you make that up or did Sarah contribute? Like, it's pretty great. How, how did uh,
1: that... Some of it I made up. A lot of it I know I made up because it's uh, it's it has uh, it has
0: rhythm to it. That's why.
1: Well, there's that, and then there's also. <laughs> There's yeah, but also, Sarah could do all that stuff. Yes, yeah, she yeah. could. Yeah. There was, it, it. was also a uh, like, what is it that? Remember how we were talking about uh, the color purple and Miss when Celia and her sister are broken up and they're yeah. doing the uh, yeah, like, what is, like, like, Mad, the Patty cake, Patty, patty cake. cake thing. Yeah. So it also has a little bit of that in it, where it's like where we slap each other's hand. I don't know, man. I, all I know is, yeah, no, that thing was made up. For, th- for this episode, uh, okay. and then it turned into... I like,
0: I like what Johnny said, too, that you kind of go into this elaborate thing, and then you just kind of go into the scene like nothing right, happened. It's right. as though you just did a
4: high five. I thought that right. was good. Cool. But it's the same way... It's the same way... And I, I feel like I'm... Maybe it sounds like I'm blowing too much smoke up your guys' asses, but I... I'll take really it, we'll take it. I'm like Donald. I don't remember any of this stuff, so then when I go back and watch it, I'm, I'm sincerely struck by different yeah. things, and in this episode... Unlike the last one we, we watched together, I wasn't struck by as many things other than the circumstances that were occurring outside of Scrubs. In this, I was really struck by what was happening in front of the lens and what the writers did. And then at three minutes, there's this great walk and talk between Zaki and Cox, and the writers let Cox be this fierce, fierce, patient advocate. And it grounds him in a way that's... It's just genius, because it gives him license to then go do what he's about to go do, which is destroy a lab.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of
1: people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority.
0: Therapy personally for me has helped me a lot. Focus on my goals, and you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and, and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights.
1: If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try.
0: It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule.
1: Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what
0: makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash realfriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash realfriends.
6: If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you.
7: What are you waiting for? Let's go.
6: Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu.
7: Seriously?
6: Every... I'm your person. Every... Now we dance it out. Every... McDreamy? Every... McSteamy. Every Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March
7: 15th. Now, this is right. the first time we really
0: see Cox have this raw motion, Johnny. I think that, you know, we had seen him be ups- upset. There's the episode where he's where he's just saying, J.D., you need to have a life. I have no fucking life. But this is, you know, the first time we see how much pain this man has and how dedicated he is to his profession so, I just talk a bit about that, and 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 of course, destroying this lab. Uh, uh, Papert in the
1: background with Charles Papert, yeah,
0: Charles Pepper, our Steadicam operator's back is the one of the lab techs. But I mean, do, do you remember that day trashing that lab? That must have been cathartic. I do,
4: and I had I had been um, lucky enough in 1994, and lucky is in italics, uh, to have been with Michael Caine, your actor in in your lovely movie. Uh, up style. in Valdez, Alaska, and uh, with Steven Seagal directing an epic movie for Warner Brothers called On Deadly Ground. Steven was oh, the director,
6: yeah.
4: um, and I got to destroy a house. And uh, halfway through it, I find a petrified walrus penis, which is called an usik and so i whoa 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 he, slow
0: down <laughs> you're gonna right? not you,
4: you can't rush you can't
0: <laughs> the listeners have the listeners have questions <laughs> how did you find a pet don't worry we're gonna get back to destroying the lab everybody how did you how did you know that it was a petrified walrus penis
4: i asked there's this long phallus and i asked the production designer i said what's this and he goes well it's a petrified walrus penis and i said I, God Almighty! Just call action and get on my eyeliner. If, if you don't think that's coming in the frame, you're out of your mind. Look out, everybody! And so I—I I, what my takeaway from destroying a house, um, just destroying it, uh, was go slow. If you destroy a house or a lab too fast, the camera doesn't get it. It's just like as Donald definitely knows, either taking or throwing a punch in front of the lens. Yeah, if you yeah. go too fast, the camera doesn't see it. Yeah,
1: and and, and, and it's the
4: same same with destroying a room. You've got to go slow. And it's funny, Billy, uh, who uh, or will ramped it up to high speed for the throw through the window, because otherwise that stuff happens too fast, mm. and you don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Zach, as a filmmaker, you know, it, it, unless you cover a fight or destroying something pretty meticulously, the lens misses it. And yeah. so my only thought in destroying that lab was take your time. Yeah.
1: well. It's when I watched that, I was like, how much trouble would Dr. Cox be in if he were to do that? And how much money did he just throw out the window by doing all of that? know. I was thinking
4: the same thing.
0: I thought the same thing, too. I thought, like, do they have some system or no one's going to tell Kelso? Because, I mean, Carla implies that he freaks out at least once a year. Right. And I was like, does everyone sort of protect him? Um, because you know, in the real world of a hospital, he'd be in a phenomenal amount of trouble for this.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't. That that was the first thing I thought. And Then I thought when Carlos said he does this once a year, I was like, holy shit, yo, Cox is, you know, it's clear that he's in pain, but he's in like a lot of pain, and to build it up to be able to just damage thousands of dollars of equipment, you know what I mean? You have to really, you have to really. Be on that level of fuck it. I'm. I don't care anymore. I just. I just. He clearly doesn't care care anymore. But they also really need Cox. You know, Cox. Everybody needs Cox. You're absolutely right. Whoa! Look what you just said, Donald. Uh, That was. That came out a little different.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You want to pull over there, Donald? You're going fifty-five and a thirty. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. (laughs) That's gonna be my new ringtone, Donald. Yelling.
0: Everybody needs Cox. (laughs) (laughs) In the hospital. As we. In the, and, hospital, everybody in the hospital,
4: in the hospital, and I Dr. met Cox. the character. <laughs> and then, and then at, at four thirty nine, we get to see the janitor do medical jargon.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and
4: he kills I, it. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Well, you know that Neil auditioned for your part. You know that trivia, right, Johnny? Of course, but I, I, he, I mean, he's such a spectacular actor. But I'd never seen him do. You got to remember, all medical jargon is Latin based. So when you really get into it, you're just talking Latin. And yeah. so for the janitor just to peel out some Latin crushed
0: yeah. me. By the way, I wondered when I wondered if uh, – I think that might be the only time the janitor is ever in our apartment.
1: I was going to ask that. Is this <laughs> the only, we should ask Bill this, if he remembers putting the janitor in the apartment at any point.
0: Okay. Uh, Donald has pulled the lever for an Ask Bill, Joel. <laughs> Bill, you're not going to remember. I bet the guy on Wiki Scrubs knows better than you, but we're going <laughs> to ask you. By the way, you know what we should do? We should also, Joel, that's what we should do with that guy. We should have an Ask Bill button, but we should have an Also Ask the Scrubs wiki guy. Oh, that's genius. Because he knows, he's the keeper of the trivia more than Bill. Bill's going to be like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight. And... uh, Bill Bill has found his is what you talking about Willis uh, uh Johnny. He's found his catchphrase. So now he just Trust says me. five and the fans think it's hilarious. He just It starts, is hilarious. He starts the theme song and Donald and I have to stop the damn thing. So um anyway, Joel, when we talk to that guy when we find him, let's ask him if he can we can ask him uh, scrubs trivia. But for now, since we only have Bill, Bill, do you think this is the only time that the janitor is ever in our apartment even though it's a fantasy?
8: Neil, I'm going by memory here, guys, but Neil Flynn was in Turk and JD's apartment uh, when there's a fantasy about him being a doctor, and I believe he returns to try and fix their uh, air conditioning or pipes or something um, in a later season. But I think he was only there twice uh Except once I think he it was implied that he was there a third time that he and Dr. Cox moved jD 's bed somewhere, and they did it together.
4: Thank you bill <laughs> and and once again at at five forty nine when when kenny and when kelso and and uh and Jude are together, they're butter they're total
0: butter
1: oh gosh yeah they're butter.
4: Now, yeah. how about
0: Judy? Um, they're, they're they're great. How about Judy? So for, first, Judy, I noticed because this is funny tracking the the, the the when we shot this in two thousand one that Judy says I got to get a tape deck, which I thought <laughs> was funny, <laughs> and then and then when she brings it in, it's actually a CD player. It's just funny even that. How did you, think, you
1: realize that? You're you're definitely that's pretty not good, Show, dude. That's very good because I did not. Pick up on that. Well, I, I caught
0: her. I caught her saying "tape deck," and then my brain went, "There's no way it was cassettes." I remember it was at least CDs, and uh, and then and I, I guess that was just still. An, I, I'm imagining in 2001 we were still using the expression "tape deck." Like, I'll oh, get a tape deck. Um, I,
4: I have a I have a question for you on the heels of that. Uh, when Kenny says, "Like Motley Crue and Winger," my son's <laughs> a bit of a headbanger. Uh, first of all, that crushed me. And second of all, <laughs> is that the winger. first time, first of many, when he refers to his son, who turns out is just a, a cavalcade of eccentricities?
0: <laughs> <laughs> a cavalcade of eccentricities is a great title for a screenplay. But... um uh, that is funny. I, the, the Scrubs Wiki said it's the, the first time he mentions Baxter. I don't know if it's the first time his son comes up, but this might be the first time his <laughs> son comes up in terms of being a cavalcade of eccentricity. So. <laughs>
4: he, his son, it turns out, is the single most tortured person on the planet. I
0: know, and we never got to meet him. And we never met his wife. I think it was Enid, Yeah, right? but it's so we much better.
4: It's so much better.
0: No, it was all – remember remember on Cheers when you never saw um, – Cliff. your
1: ne- Cliff's family. Family.
0: no i think it was norm's wife vera we never yes. saw joelle gave know. me the thumbs up am i right joelle wow well well vera, well played well,
1: played, Zach.
0: the bartender would always uh alley-oop him see i bet sports reference and and then he'd uh he'd have a one-liner and 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 dunk it if you will. I blew
1: the i blew the one-liner because i didn't remember it uh vera does make an appearance on cheers though i guess Really? Joel. Joel.
0: Joel, did you go on the Cheers wiki and find out that Vera does make an appearance on the Thanksgiving Day I, episode? I, as
4: you guys as you guys have done so wonderfully, I, I do wanna uh look at Sammy for a second, who uh is astonishing in yeah. this episode. This really is probably and- his
0: this probably is uh, I hate to say it. But probably his first real—I mean, other than one-liners—this is the first episode where Sammy really shined as the and, lawyer. And
4: even even when he and he and and Jude together are are completely money. Did you guys and, get goosebumps when they sang together?
1: yes oh, Yeah,
4: absolutely. That's but the a... first time we see sammy he does this thing with his hand where he puts it way in the back of his <laughs> <Yeah>. skull <laughs> donald yeah. my triceps are too big to even do look
1: this
5: look at that
0: look at your
1: fucking arms look at your arms man to you
4: to
0: you listeners out there i want you to know this guy is still fucking ripped he's got bigger biceps than than anyone i i, I know i think are you still Not doing the- a
1: lot of paddle surfing yeah, every day. Every,
0: every day you paddle surf. Yeah, and then Johnny. I build
4: the baseball field.
1: Uh, Johnny, oh Johnny, you are. But, but ripped. let
4: me say something.
0: You got Sammy... like that
1: Mister Miyagi body, where it's like you're doing, you know, active. Uh, you know, everything is for a purpose. I'm, I row. Uh, I row a a a board in the ocean. I'm using my hands to build. I a thought you were saying
0: thriller. I thought you were saying he had the body of Pat Morita. And I was like, no, no, no he no, does no, not. No, Donald." no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: but when Sammy like wax on, wax off.
4: The first time we see Sammy, he's got that hand over his head. And then the button on the scene with Judy is he goes, careful. I've been hurt before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. He dropped me. He, he totally drop me. Him. He loves she, Judy. He loves yeah. Carla. He
1: loves when Carla. He hugs him <laughs> and he's like, don't let go.
4: And for those and and, well, that's later on. And for those who don't know, asides, when you keep an aside real, it's almost impossible, because if you don't do it right, you come off as a crazy person, because you're talking to yourself. And Sammy does it with careful, I've been hurt before. And then when he and Judy get back together later on, he has two that are genius. He says, uh, she knows she knows your name, yeah. he says to himself. <laughs> and then he says, don't let go. Yeah. And it dropped me. And yeah. I
1: can't tell he you has technically one more when he's how like, hard that is. Yeah, he has one more when he's like, I love you. And she turns around and says like, what? And he goes right, he back, goes right to back to the song. The song. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. But that song, you got, I mean, we're jumping all over the place. But that song moment was so oh beautiful. God. And I forgot. Oh. I, I apologize to the universe that I forgot how pretty Judy's voice is.
4: Me yeah. too. Yeah. And she slays. Yeah. And
0: it's beautiful. And their harmonies. harmonies I mean, Sammy, yeah. we knew because Sam was an amazing singer and it was an acapella group. But the two of them together, their harmonies were just, I got goosebumps all over my body.
5: Yeah.
4: Now let me ask amazing. you something, uh, Zeki. Yes. And I could see you. I could see you ringing this one out as hard as you could. Was this Billy or you on beakers? Beakers. It's probably me. You were you were ringing everything I out of know, that.
0: I know. There's certain. Is there certain beakers. words that are just funny? Beakers. I. I. I think. Uh, I, I think it was probably not in the script because uh, that wouldn't probably have been funny on the page. But I was probably just riffing like. It's words that sounded funny, and we should say it's the first appearance of Franklin, played by Masioka. Yeah,
1: I was about to say Masio. Oh, before he went on to be a time traveling star of Heroes.
0: Right, he was the star of the show Heroes. Yeah, and wow. uh, I think this was his first uh, juicy gig. He he recurred as Franklin
1: for a while. He's very
0: yeah. he's very good. Yeah, he was funny hugging his hugging his favorite microscope
4: so that you didn't destroy it. <laughs> and then, and then at eight minutes, we go to what I, I referenced earlier is Sarah and Donald, and it's it's what I started this whole thing off with. With however this ensemble gelled, wh- whether it was just time or traveling together and getting into it, y- you guys are effortless.
0: All right, but let's go a little bit back, Johnny. You're going too fast. Uh, first of all, oh, dear Lord, please tell me that's not a onesie. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh,
0: God. And now Dr. Cox says, first of all, I'm wearing a onesie, which I love a, a onesie. I don't wear a onesie to bed, but man, when I have a onesie on, do I I love a onesie. And I guess JD really loved one because uh, he he wears it to the bar with you, and the, and then Cox pulls over the two ladies to flirt. I had, and- okay,
1: before you go past... I had. Yeah, but
0: that's it. That's at eleven twenty uh,
1: eight. I'm at eight. I'm at eight. I know. I'm, I'm. I'm.
0: I'm. The onesie occurs at seven oh six. Oh, okay. Now, um, but go ahead, uh, Donald.
1: Uh, minty. First of all, what were y'all drinking in your shots? If that was minty.
0: No, the the uh the toothbrush was minty.
1: Oh, still from the after you dipped it in the. In I the... don't know.
0: It doesn't track. I guess you're right because the toothpaste would have been off of it. But that's yeah, the... was
1: hilarious. <laughs> Be, because and then right after that, yuck, yuck.
0: Yuck. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of? Do you remember? Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, Donald, but Don, Johnny, you definitely remember Easy Rider when uh, when Ever Nicholson would do a shot, he would he would just say a random word because the shot was so bad in an Easy Rider. He'd do the shot and he'd go <laughs> he'd go ah, but he would say like a random word that would like help him g- recover from how bad the shot was, and that's that's what I was thinking of when I when I when I did it. I was like, yuck. trying so hard to be manly in front of cox but i'm in a onesie with a
4: toothbrush i thought it was funny when you go yucky and then the writers give cox uh oh great i'm drinking with (laughs) a (laughs) mouseketeer
1: like i said i didn't remember this episode at all so i'd never knew that you guys had a wingman uh situation going on the two of you what happened i know that one girl blows it because she's talking about her ex-boyfriend what happened to the girl you were talking to? Well,
0: I don't think Cox has gives a, a flying fuck about the Not women. Even. He's just like here. If this, if Cox is like here, you want you want a reason to stay here, talk to these girls. I'm gonna I'm right. gonna I'm gonna go. And then JD is like, okay, now you're talking. And he tries to hit on that one woman, but she's just you know rambling and rambling and rambling. The, the hangman's
4: noose is yeah, hilarious. hilarious.
0: Yeah, hilarious. it's kind of st- it's kind of stolen from Airplane, though. Um, it doesn't matter. Nobody
4: remembers Airplane. It's absolutely I, hilarious. Wow
0: well I remember remember (laughs) airplane. I know, but we're
4: dinosaurs.
0: (laughs) No, but I think there's a scene a moment in airplane when someone's doing a long speech about their past, and and you 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 cut back, and the passenger next to him has has hung himself, (laughs) and he's swinging. Anyway,
4: I I think it's really interesting after the two girls leave and JD and Cox are alone. I I don't remember Cox being that broken. Yeah, he's That's really. That's what broken.
1: I was gonna say. He's so broken, dude. He's so broken. Well, himself. it's
4: like once a year, he you know, Carla says like once a year he pretty much has a breakdown. And I went back. I went back uh, as I told you guys. I keep composition books, and it's kind of how I learn my lines. And in the margins, I wrote notes to myself. And in that, I the first thing gig. I'll I'll digress for a second. The first gig I got to get at NYU was to understudy John Totoro in Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, and. Over at Circle Rep, which was maybe I lived on Sullivan Street and Circle was at, on Bleecker. So it was maybe a half a block from my house. And I understudied John and I was the assistant stage manager. So I helped call the lights and I made up the actors. But I had keys to the theater. And because it's just a two hander, two hander means just two actors on stage. It was June Stein and John. And John went to do Desperately Seeking Susan after about eight months. He wouldn't he wouldn't. It's eight shows a week off Broadway and he wouldn't go down. It's a very violent play. And so I had the keys to the theater. So every day I would walk and do circles on the stage because I had the keys, and I would do both actors' parts out loud a couple of times a day. And this was all fear-based. And you were, you were has, afraid.
0: Sorry, Johnny, you were afraid that you might have to go on and you didn't
6: yes, want it. Yeah,
4: I was scared to death. Yeah, I get and, it. And uh, John finally went to go do Desperately Seeking Susan, and which every actor in New York wanted to be in. And so I got to take over for him for. Uh, about a week and there's a line that Danny has at the end of the play where he says everything hurts and I I, I worked backwards in that play from everything hurts mm. and 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 what that must mean for someone to actually say that that everything hurts and I gave it to Cox in this that when we see him there's that long profile shot of Cox that Will stays on and everything hurts yeah and it resonates and it's not nothing said it's underneath and Zachy's so lovely in the scene, but I just think the guy's broken. Yeah, yeah. And well, he's so hurts. he's
0: so incredibly committed uh, to this job, which is endlessly frustrating for him. Not only the, what would be normal the, dealing with so much death and pain. But that this hospital, this this hospital that's it seems is 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 barely surviving um, with, with 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 its finances. And he opens the episode walking around, and I noticed that Will made sure that the ceiling panels were all fucked up. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that, but when you when you're looking around, being like everything is here is fucking broken. I'm so sick of it. And in that in that very walk and talk moment, you're seeing like the ceilings all fucked up, and and he's just. Just so frustrated, I imagine, with trying to save lives with no, with no support, with no gear. Like so many, by the way, like so many doctors and nurses and uh, people must be feeling now uh, with with the lack of, of of PPE they had with with COVID.
4: I think it's really interesting that at what you were just referencing that the writers don't even have Cox reference it as the hospital or or the name of the hospital he he just calls it that place mm-hmm. he can't he, yeah. he doesn't even want it in his mouth and he says i can't i can't go back to that place yeah
0: and then jd at least feels like wow he i, I don't know what to do he 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 broke down what are we going to do and carl is like oh no he just does that once a year he'll be fine today and i'm like there's no way he's going to be fine and you come in like
1: hey <laughs> what is <laughs> this going to be a great
4: Day. <laughs> i stole i stole that from a brother, my brother uh, of my brother's uh, friend chip humphrey who lives in atlanta now he used to always go around and go it's a great day <laughs> i'm like i put that one right in my back pocket
0: you were so funny all right wait All right, let's um, go to break we um, yes go to break. we're gonna take a break we always forget because we're having so much fun we'll be right back
3: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury
7: So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back!
0: (laughs) Mm, See, Donald, you're giving the people what they want, which is the mm mm-hmm.
1: They asked for it, so I might as well give it to them, man. A
0: lot of chatter, a lot of chatter on, uh, we got to just digress for a moment. So much chatter on, oh, on Instagram yeah, about, and- the, about the washcloth conversation.
1: Com- well, that was a conversation <laughs> that was real deal, Holyfield, man. Johnny,
0: did you do you use a washcloth in the shower? We need my to know. Wife
1: want- my wife wanted to make sure that before we get oh. into Johnny using the washcloth, she wanted you guys all to know that, yes, you are supposed to get rid of the washcloth after <laughs> each shower. it that one time. Right. Period. But you don't. I do. My no, wife you're, wanted to. My no, wife your wanted wife, me you to, don't. My,
0: you don't. Your wife was like, you better fucking tell him we changed the washcloths. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many fucking people listening to this podcast, Donald. <laughs> you better tell them we changed no, the washcloths.
1: No, no. I'm, right, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> we changed the washcloths, baby. I yeah. told everybody. Baby, see, to I take told everybody, care. baby. It's taking care of. It's not like if, she listens to the show anyway.
0: If you want, we can have Dan go back and re-edit that uh, that sentence into the original washcloth debate. No, it's
1: out debate. there. It's out
4: there. Jesus, that was funny.
0: Well, it's I just want there. you to know that you know in one in that episode we were talking about both uh, what kind of merch we should have and the washcloth debate. And so now my whole Instagram feed was like, "How about merch that says Team Washcloth' on a washcloth?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that it. Also, somebody said, "And now, look, man. If you now, know look, me, man. <laughs> if you know me, this is how I am. But listen, I accumulate a lot of spit in my mouth when I talk. Uh-oh. So some, so sometimes I might when I'm talking. Right. Be- listen, you asshole." Uh That's how I talk. All right. right. Accept it. I just did it again. (laughs) And if you got a problem with it, you can kiss my ass. All right. (laughs) Which, of course,
4: course for for avid lizards begs the question – which instructor did Donald have today? Oh yes,
1: <laughs>
0: yes, because he just
4: went into aggressive guy.
0: You're right, Johnny. Good call. You know I just when Donald?
1: Need pre- I need to protect how I sound on this thing. Everybody had a problem with me saying, you know what I mean, and now right. somebody's talking about the way I slurp when I'm done <laughs> with my sentences.
0: <laughs> slurp. By well, the way, slurp. By the way, you know they have those fancy uh, spit guards for the mic. We could get you, right, Dan? We can. You know, it's like a little circle that goes in front of the mic, so you don't have to be spitting all over. I'm in my
1: house. It. I don't need to. Do any of that. All right, to well, anybody. why
0: don't you reach behind you and dab your mouth with some sweatpants? Sweatpants <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs>
1: so fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck, you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. you.
0: Um, Well, anyway, it's just fun to see that so many people are engaging, and uh, we love to hear from you, especially when it's uh, uh, debating things we're debating here. Because I love seeing people weigh in and be like, I'm Team Washcloth, and I'm from the South.
1: I was about to say, right, right. Well, a lot of white people that got on the the thing were like, yo... I I do use a washcloth, but I am from the South. So,
0: and then someone wrote me, like, Zach, you can put a loofah between your cheeks. You just have to make sure you wash it. They're washable. And I'm not, I'm still not going to put a a scratchy loofah between my cheeks.
1: Johnny, are you team washcloth or team no washcloth?
4: It's funny. I use washcloths at hotels, but not at home. But not at home. Well, I just surf. I just, I just, there's a shower I put in outside the building. And I just shower out there, and so no, there's no washcloths out yeah, there. Yeah, I,
0: I, I, but I'm in too.
1: hotels, you use the washcloths. You know why They're he there. does?
4: You know why he does?
0: Because he doesn't have to worry about cleaning that fucking poo poo stain right. up. Some <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that that also is a problem for me, Zach. Mm-hmm. I why? have a problem with your poo stain story now.
0: Why? Why, dude? You're, you're rehashing some shit right now. No pun intended. Do you what? have itchy also, butt Donald, like all you... day?
1: Hold on. Do you have itchy butt all the time? No, you still don't understand what I'm saying. There's no way dude. i do understand what you're saying. I don't have poo. If I were to
0: swipe the washcloth down the outside of my balloon knot, there'd be no poo on it. But if I were to dig a quarter inch, there'd be some remnants. Why are you digging in your ass? Because that's what I feel the purpose of the washcloth is. I have a washcloth as my interface between me and my rectum, and I can
4: dig a little. I can be aggressive.
0: You, Check my guys,
4: prostate while I'm in there. Do you, do you guys not have the magic toilet seat that does the spray? Oh, I, I, I wish I had I a bidet. Uh, Lucky, I'm going to get you had one had of those, Donald. Oh, it's a, a, a seat. It's a seat you put on your no, toilet. No, it's a seat. It's not even a bidet. It's the most genius thing on the planet. Yeah. We got them at the design center at some invited event that we yeah, went Yeah, yeah.
0: It just blasts a little. It's like a, it's like a water pick for your anus.
4: Oh, it's the single oh, oh. greatest gift on the planet. That's lovely. Oh. Donald, I'm going to get you one for Hanukkah. Can't wait. Well, what you have to get them with is with is you also get a contractor to extend a water outlet and electricity to well, it.
0: Well, that's not coming with my Hanukkah. Well, maybe that'll be oh. the second night. The first night will be the yep. water pick for Uranus.
4: <laughs> second night
0: contractor. Na-
4: <laughs> <laughs> could we could we get back to Laverne? are
0: yeah. we, we do back. Is-
1: Welcome back, Welcome Johnny. Back to the show, guys. Johnny,
4: Johnny, this
0: is uh, what happens. Uh, we, I we know. Need, I, by I, the I, way, w- when you're into you guys, when you're here, we can. I love that Johnny's already here, being like, "Can we get back to the episode?" Right, Which is what I'm the one. I'm the one who's always saying that. We tried
1: to digress several times, and Johnny's like, "But you know, when yeah,
4: yeah,
0: Six
1: oh two I wanted to. Yeah. All right. Let's I talk thought, about.
0: It.
4: I thought in twelve fifty two. I thought Billy. Billy likes to take a swipe at Zaki every once in a while. He always has. And, and he, Laverne says, you think so with those ears? And it's just, and it's goes totally uncalled for. So
0: fucked up. I must've done something that week that he wanted to take me down a notch
4: for. A hundred percent.
0: I never really had my ears dissed before. I mean, obviously I have a large nose and I'm, I'm used you know, anytime a caricature artist would draw me, it would be like 95% nose. So I'm used to that. Um, but I, I never really had my ears dissed before uh, uh, before Nurse Roberts went after them. Yeah, she and
1: she took she took no
4: small amount of pleasure in doing it too. No.
0: Um Red Dawn, fifteen forty. I've never seen Red Dawn. I don't know anything about Are Red Dawn. Are you
1: fucking kidding me right now? You've never seen Red Dawn? Uh,
0: no. John, Johnny, did you John, audition
1: did you audition? John for Red Milius. Dawn? No. I you wasn't didn't.
4: I wasn't up to that speed yet.
1: Well there's a part in that well, you're probably you're probably way too young. I
4: have no idea what
0: Wolverines means. Please tell us. Okay,
1: so uh the Russians in Red Dawn. Yeah, uh, attack America.
0: Yeah, Colorado. The trivia, our trivia friend says, there's a mistake in the episode. One of you guys says Michigan, but it's actually but, Colorado. Yeah, because the Michigan,
1: because the Michigan, Michigan are the Wolverines, the right. college team. Michigan are the Wolverines, but it actually takes place in Colorado. You're right. There you and go. they attack and kids, students are the rebellion they wind up being like all the adults are gathered and put into concentration camps and kids yeah, harry c dean Tom- stanton yeah c thomas howell uh charlie sheen uh, uh does it hold up i mean they they Parts. tried to they tried to remake it and stuff like that the action is amazing who who's the the older brother oh my gosh ghost well patrick patrick, patrick is the swayze. hero patrick yeah, swayze yeah. just so many people are in it uh right this is the first movie that Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze did together. This is before Dirty Dancing, uh, and Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson's in it all. Also, what a uh, cast! A lot of people went on to do. Good group other of young things. actors. Yeah, it
0: groups, makes me groups, think group. of another. Uh, before you explain it more, um, Taps. We were talking about Taps the other day. You guys remember bunch that bunch of good actors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. A lot of at, genius... at Valley Forge,
4: at Valley Forge Military Academy.
0: Yeah, and a lot of amazing actors. Uh, it was their first uh, big thing. Sean, uh, yeah, Tom. Sean, Sean, and uh, Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so, go
0: back to the plot of Wolverine. So the so, kids fight so back. The
1: kids and the and the school that the kids, they're all like on the football team and stuff like that. And the football team of the school is called the Wolverines. And so when they're when they're in the fight with the Russians, their victory cry is Wolverines. Their battle cry is Wolverines. Like if you know G.I. Joe was Yo Joe, theirs was Wolverines
0: okay got it and in in the world of scrubs elliot knows this movie i don't believe it but uh, i believe i believe I, I believe turk knows it. i don't believe well Elliot's... turk would
1: know it so therefore jd would know it
0: right but, but elliot walks in like oh i forget the homework assignment let's watch red dawn i'm like come on buddy i'd
1: love
4: to. yeah but when it's I also kid, great I used to again, that movie. again you guys both throw the gesture away and it's great when Zacky comes in and goes yeah wolverine's and he just throws it away, and Sarah does too, and it's great. You know, it's when I was great. first
0: watching this episode, uh, before I got through it, I was like, what a dick Turk is for inviting my newly ex-girlfriend over to do a homework assignment at the fucking
4: l- living room table.
1: But he knew it had yeah, to but, be done. Yeah, well, but then we, he comes to lo- Yeah,
4: There's a great thing later on at, at 1045 that, that uh, Donald does this great thing where Sarah goes, You and I can still hang out, and Donald goes, "No, he's my best friend. Either you fix it, or and then there's an ellipsis." And for all of us who have had divorced uh, friends or or friends who have broken up, it's the way Donald lays it out. You you can't have both. It's just it's never you got to be friends with either the husband or the wife. It you can't have both. It doesn't work. People always choose a side, don't they?
0: One hundred percent. You have to yeah yeah
1: there's no in between you can't stay in between you can't be like she's my friend and you're my friend it
0: right. Doesn't work that way, right right i got it now 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 when so we what we learn is that turk did it in order to try and get them to be friends again
1: right well I'm i think I'm just, his
0: intentions are really good but yeah, it's so raw i mean it's still so new this breakup you know it's like yeah uh, but
1: you guys are running to each it running into each other uh Elliot and JD are running into each other every day at work. And there's all of this animosity towards each other. Yeah, it's
0: how the show opens up. I felt you know? sad about it. You know, I, I have to say, I, I, I guess I'm, these old feelings of being so invested in these characters came up. And, of course, I'm sure, um, you know, memories of times in my own life of of this stage of a, of a relationship. And sure, I don't know, I was so invested that I, I genuinely was feeling sad for these two characters and how they, they clearly love each other so much. And as we learn in the series, they, they ultimately choose each other, but, but, uh, oh, that awkwardness of, 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 the, you know, of trying to be friends and having mutual friends and working together. I mean, what a nightmare.
4: Yeah. But what you just said pays off in the final, uh, before you guys go up on the roof and throw watermelons, when you guys are on that cot, you're you, Zach, your truth is that you? it made you genuinely sad, and it resonates. It absolutely jumps into the lens, and it resonates, and it's so lovely. I think I had so much... There's nothing demonstrative. There's nothing showy. It's just this guy's sad, and sad sucks sometimes.
0: I think that was easy to play because it was real, and I think I I had so much love for Sarah, and um, I just, you know, I I could just play in my, in my heart that we weren't going to be friends anymore. And it was just easy to tap into, you know?
1: Right. I hear you. It it showed. It was very good. I really, you know, when in the beginning of the episode, when he said, when JD says my teacher died, I was like, Oh, this is, this is going to be the problem of the episode. And then when, you know, Johnny, when Cox goes into this rant, I was like, no, this is the problem of the episode. And then how you bring it full circle? It's always brought back to one, right? And with our show, so at the end of it all, you remind him. Didn't you tell me about your teacher that you know just passed away? How are you gonna deal with that? Because I, 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 I know you're trying to hide it. What did you do when? What did you do when you found out your teacher died? Oh, that's right. You made a joke. That shit stings inside. And if you hold on to it, and if you don't have an outlet, you wind up doing what I did. You know what I mean? And. Mm. There's not a bunch of people at this hospital that are gonna protect you the way they protect me. That's that's the honest to goodness truth. Yeah, so was, get this shit out. You know, that what was I mean? well
0: said. I believe that too. I mean, I I feel like I do that in life. I I I, I try and dissipate the emotion by making a joke, and then you're all, all, all you know, which is fine. It's a coping mechanism, but then you're you're letting that shit fester and build up. Yeah, and then Johnny and Cox is saying like. Look what happens if you let it build for 364 days.
4: You fucking right. destroy Franklin's lab. <laughs> and I, I wrote, I wrote, in, I wrote in my notebook because I'd had about a 20-year, a ongoing 20-year art crush on a Welsh poet named Dylan Thomas, and I didn't have the spine to go down to the writer's room and ask Billy if I could put this in, but I did put it in the margins. The poem that do not go gently into that good night, rage, rage against the dying of the light. And that informs everything I'm telling Zachy in that scene that you don't go gently into the good night, rage, rage, rage against the dying of the light. Oh, I gotta chill. And I wanted to say it to Zaki so bad, but it was a little too esoteric and. But it's underneath and there. I didn't and need if, to,
0: John, because it was underneath your whole performance. Underneath it floats it.
4: It and if you can get Dylan Thomas to float something underneath what you're doing, again, you're not lying. You're telling your truth.
0: Yeah, I really like that you do that, John. The the um, putting putting thoughts and inspiration in the margins um, and letting that sort of exist underneath the scene. I think that's really a, 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 a smart technique
4: it's completely selfish and self-serving it helps me mm. i always find that if you can re- since we're lying in front of the lens everything most of it's a lie um, in other words i'm not dr cox i'm not uh, i'm not the guy i'm not sergeant o'neill in platoon right uh, i'm not i'm not i'm some guy i'm just an irish Jack, yes and if baseball, you can, field. baseball yeah field. <laughs> if you can reduce if you can reduce the the frequency of the lie whether it's oliver putting us through two weeks of boot camp or, or putting Dylan Thomas underneath underneath a particular uh, beat, that reduces the lie. And if you can reduce the lie to a certain uh, frequency, then the lens doesn't suffer it as a lie quite as much.
0: Right. And I think, and I think genuinely, this might be a non sequitur, but for me, genuinely, listen. You know, uh, a lot of times actors will ask me for. And I'm sure this, you guys get this as well. Young actors ask you for advice or, or, and you try and think of like something succinct you can say because it's, none of it's uh, that easy. But when I do try and say the most basic thing that I've learned is genuinely listening. If I'm, if I, the camera's on me and, and Johnny C playing Cox is saying all these things to me and I can genuinely listen. I'm not looking in my periphery at the camera. I'm not looking at the, the gel on the light that's about to fall I'm not distracted by something. I'm genuinely listening. Then I can't help but react naturally as a human being would. Now that's not easy to do. It it it, it you can all, I I find I can only do it in spurts, which hopefully those spurts can be edited together into something good. But um, but that's the that's sort of my version of what you're saying is 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 being as present as you can and genuinely listening because you're telling the truth. Yeah. And then we react. I remember when I was I did this movie, The Last Kiss, and I was I had a scene with Tom Wilkinson, a wonderful actor, and it was one of those moments where this really worked for me. He was we, the cameras were kind of far back. I, I love that when when on the occasion when they can be sort of a little bit far away on longer lenses. And and, we, and yeah, he's a, me too. And, and he was just uh, on the porch, and he's giving me a, a speech uh, about his daughter. <laughs> and I just remember being so present. I didn't see the cameras. I just saw this man talking to me and giving me uh, advice about how to deal with with my troubled uh, relationship. And I just felt, you know, I was so in the moment
1: that in, in in spurts, I was able to just forget that it wasn't real. You know what I mean? No, I totally know what you mean. When I did G's tripping, I got stoned with my boy Dion right before <laughs> a scene.
9: <right>? <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Homie
1: Spumoni. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there was a, oh. you know, they, we were at a, a dance at a, a house party, and I was supposed to be dancing with this girl at the house party, and I was so stoned that I forgot we were filming the damn movie. You think this is bullshit? But I remembered my direction was. I thought
0: you were, by the way, I just want to stop for a second. I thought you were kidding, and it was hilarious, but you're serious. You got so high you forgot you were doing a movie?
1: I forgot that we were making. This is how fucking. <laughs> we gotta, I, I got to
0: see this movie yeah. now. Uh,
1: so. We're in a scene and we're, you know, it's a house party and we're dancing oh, and I'm God dancing with this girl. And I remembered my direction. My direction is tell her to come with you and you guys exit. So we're dancing and everything. And now I'm really fucking in it. I'm looking around at my boys and shit. I'm, oh, you know what I mean? I'm waving to my boy, you know what I mean? In the movie and everything like that. And I. Oh. Remember, Joe, oh, I'm supposed to tell her something. So I whispered in her ear, like, yo, let's go to the other room. And she goes, okay, let's go. And so we're exiting, and as I'm walking out, I'm like, oh, shit, I just pulled (laughs) that. Check out what I did. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at my boys like, yeah, (laughs) look how I did it. And then they said, cut. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) No, I didn't I did put it, you know, I I didn't go like, oh, we're making a movie, but it was like, cut. And we walked away, my boy was like, Yo, it really looked like you was taken out of the other room.
4: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so funny, man. So that works for get, me. I would get hives if I ever found myself in that situation. I um, I would
0: I my, would worry
1: my, too my, much. Yo, Tyler, dude, how often
0: so- how often were you stoned um while acting on Scrubs? Um what huh. percentage of the time?
1: It's not it's not as high. You wanna as- add it
0: to the Scrubs wiki.
1: It's not as high as everybody, you know, as I made it out to be, right. but there were times where I came to work and I was like, fuck, Too I, did in, I did it in the morning, yeah. by the end of the day, I'll be fine, dude, I was prob I had a problem. You know, it'd be you
0: funny know, if on the Scrubs Wiki with each episode, it, it has a little section where it says how high Donald was during the filming of this episode. You know and it has like a it has like a red for very and there's like a there's like a there's like a color system like how dangerous <laughs> the water is at the beach
1: <laughs> Those those days are over though those days are over <sighs> But I do remember I remember thinking you know there's so many actors that are baked when they're working and I'm sure there are there are you know what I mean but it really wasn't for me
4: let me tell you something. I'm going to get us back on track here. At 8.06. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. If Johnny was always on the show, we'd, we'd be much more on track. <laughs> let me tell you Let me tell you something. The Todd shows up in 8.06. Hilarious. And he oh comes up from behind the couch, and it's kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. It's well, a I little creepy. Says, the things he says to her are <laughs> creepy, It's too. a little creepy. I
0: when know, you, but I laughed out loud when he said... Um,
1: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, when he goes... <laughs>
4: <laughs> so is it safe to assume, Donald, that at 8.56, when you do a, a very graceful jump up onto the nurse's station, that you are not, in fact, wearing silk boxers?
1: I am definitely not wearing silk boxers.
4: Do you it, wear Do you wear anything out of your scrubs?
1: I did at the time because I was... Look, man. He has to. I got a leaky O-ring, and so oh, sometimes... Oh, yeah. A loose gasket. You know, He's got a yeah, loose gasket. Know, sometimes when you go to the bathroom and come back and you got a little pee spot, it's embarrassing. So but I don't I would, think that underwear.
0: you could. I, I mean, I don't think that it would be appropriate for you to not have your your what your situation contained.
1: I'm sure there were people that put on their scrubs at <laughs> as Johnny's hand goes up. Oh, really, Johnny? You free
4: <laughs> in your scrubs? I do. One time in the Philippines, we were oh, shooting. God. We were shooting a flick and uh during boot camp I had to go through uh a a river is called a blue and so we had to go through a blue and hold our weapons above our, our heads. And then we got out the other side, I took my uh fatigues off and I had about nine leeches right near my uh power source. Oh my god, so <laughs> oh I decided oh my gosh. I, and then uh, Daiwe that our our, our uh, commandant told us that uh, they like warm, wet places like under your arms and down in your crotch. And I, I haven't worn underwear since nineteen eighty six.
1: Wow. <laughs> and that's wow. all it took. And that wow. is all it took. There's not, is- you
4: can't say you can't preface it with that's all. That's what it took. Seven <laughs> leeches. Seven leeches near my near my power source. I'm wow. not, no chance, Lance. <laughs> And how do you pull uh, them off? you, just, can, do you just, can you just pull a leech off?
0: I've never had a leech stuck to Dale, my butt.
4: Dale came and he used like a cigarette butt and and like he'd burn them and pull them at the same time. Oh, and gosh. it was very humiliating to take my, uh, you know, to have all 24 guys looking at, you know, the Irish donkey <laughs> with oh, seven leeches.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: wow.
0: I'm oh, not getting God.
1: any leeches near my I guess jeans source. would be fine, but scrubs wouldn't work. No, gross. Even jeans. Oh, man, I couldn't do it with my jeans. Hmm. Too much chafing. Alright, should we get back to the episode, guys?
4: Are you boxers or tidy? What do you
0: guys I'm, what do you guys I'm
1: straight up boxers, dude? We yeah. tidy whiteys can't happen no, no more. No, I don't
0: do tidy whiteys, but I they're not boxers like traditional boxers. Mine are sort of like clingy, tight, soft uh boxers. Okay. They're um they're stance if um if i highly recommend this brand s-t-a-n-c-e they're not a paid sponsor but i'm giving oh, them a the shout stance out
1: Stance like the socks stance. yes they make
0: really fun socks but they also make this like butter it's called like butter undies
1: butter undies by stance
0: yeah there you go there's a shout out for butter undies send donald an xxxl every uh stance folks
1: i don't need an extra. my waist isn't that big dude
0: oh quadruple
4: X.
1: Wow. <laughs> we, gotta,
0: we gotta get back
4: to Kenny and Judy because we haven't given them their due. Because okay. the song the song he turns off is in fact the song that then Sammy and Judy sing together, a cappella.
1: Yeah. yeah, beautifully. Yeah, yeah. So pretty. So yeah, you, pretty. That's so tough to do, also. I I oh. guess it was, you know.
0: They must have practiced a lot. They right?
1: had to have practiced that because that's so like even the way lock the 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 cadence and everything was on fire you know what i mean that had to they I had to, want to work remind on
0: everyone that. who's listening what the song was it was uh talk dirty to me oh talk dirty to me
4: yeah by poison but they're not it again uh gosh i'm beating a a dead horse here but the two of them are they're not showing off they're not putting no. it up on a bill they're not putting it up on a billboard right. they're so great they're so graceful and they're not oh, yeah. doing um can you believe this shit because Sammy right. never does that and Judy uh-huh. is the master of just navigating her way through a scene and yeah. the two of them together are so money and that thing is just so lovely and then when Sammy says i love you i dropped yeah yeah
1: he was Man. so so good on this episode. It really made me miss him. Uh, I, yeah, I, me too. I, I, I
0: had just one of those moments of going, "Fucking hell, gone too soon." This guy is so funny and so talented, and uh, I just wish more people got to know how talented he was. I mean, he was a, a successful working actor, but uh, I, 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 you know, I watch him in this, and I go, "I just, I wish everyone in the world knew how genius this guy was." His
1: abilities, man, he just had so many great abilities. You know what I mean? He could make you Did laugh, you? no problem.
4: Did you guys at the end of the show actually get to throw things off the roof? Yeah,
1: I don't remember. I don't I remember do. any of that because I, I can see that
4: being a kind of a nightmare with one hundred twenty people in you know, the crew. It also
1: dates the show with Letterman talking about Le- you want to throw stuff off the roof like Letterman. Yeah, it's like Letterman hasn't been on for what ten years now.
0: Well, for those of you who are too young to or didn't ever watch right. Letterman, he would often throw f- large objects off the roof of the Ed Sullivan Theater. And, was uh, this
1: before he moved to CBS?
0: No, I think it was a bit he did for the whole his whole thing. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I remember. But um, but I think we did. I have a weird memory of feeling like it was kind of dangerous. It's probably something they wouldn't let us do today with all the with with the no increase, doubt. with the increase in set safety because the 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 wall of that roof wasn't incredibly high, and we were hurling watermelons over the side. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know that that would be approved by. Uh, uh, by HR, at this at this day and age. By the way, my I, Bill
1: Cosby uh, that that made me laugh out loud, and, yeah. and it, I think it made me laugh. I think it made me laugh because of how bad my Bill Cosby. Yeah, it was it like was. it was
4: turned up to eleven. <laughs> it was it was turned up to eleven. I
1: think. Yeah, that's, and what I
4: think, was, I thought it was going on there? Day. It
0: was almost like you were doing an impression of, of Eddie of Eddie Murphy idea. of Eddie yeah. Murphy doing his impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Crazy. why pudding? I didn't even. That was such a non sequitur. Like. We, we put pudding in medical gloves?
1: Yeah, and then tossed them off the roof.
0: Yeah, and then you went into a... Because pu- wa- the
1: pudding I wonder if that was in the script. Do you think up that up. was in the
0: script or you just Aww. riffed that?
1: No, that was definitely in the script. If we threw pudding off the roof, they definitely put it in the show. I would like to talk to you about... I so- would like to talk to you... About some of the things
4: you've been doing in your show.
1: About some of the things that you do in your show about. now,
4: <laughs> and then, and then, and then Neil at the end saying, the
0: horror. The yeah. "Horror, yeah, like yeah. Apocalypse the Now, horror. right?" I think uh, that was the um, I learned from Scrubs Wiki that was the first time Neil's ever been alone in a scene.
1: Really? Oh my goodness!
4: Yeah. That's
0: Scrubs
1: neat. Wiki, they really have. But uh, well, he gets
4: Billy. Billy puts him alone more and more as the. Well, yeah. him building that squirrel thing in his garage, and he, <laughs> I think that um, I think he gets he, more and more alone.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, this was a, sh- a shift in Neil. Like, I think he entered the world of a regular cast member around here, and um,
1: there is an episode where Neil's not going to be on this show in the first season. And that's how they got around him not being a regular. If I, Really? If I, rec- if I recall correctly, let's oh, ask Bill. Sucks. We can ask Bill right oh, now. Oh, that's a
0: good ask Bill. Go that ahead, sucks. Donald. Ask Bill. Bill. Comma.
1: If my memory serves me correctly, isn't there an episode where there's no janitor?
0: And if so, was that related to tiptoeing around his contract because he would have had to have been a regular of some sort? Do not say 5678 Bill. <laughs> We'll shut it down.
8: Neil Flynn did not have to test for the part of the janitor, so he was not listed as a regular. You know, I just cast him as a guest star on the pilot with the intention of putting him in every episode. And then we did put him in every episode as a recur guy. And at the very end, made him, a you know, I was able to convince the networks, they liked him a lot, that we needed to pay to make him a regular the second year. Uh, originally, um, they only wanted him in a maximum of four episodes But I was like, four? You got to have him in like five, six, seven, eight No, 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 no. No, no. stop it, Stan. Turn the fuck off this
0: fucking guy. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025
6: qx80 coming this summer if you want to relive the feels on gray's anatomy hulu is here for you
7: what are you waiting for let's go
6: every episode of gray's anatomy is now streaming on hulu Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grace Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th.
1: <laughs>
0: hi 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 we're back in hello oh, we're back hello. in hi, after jeremy. a quick after a quick <laughs> pee break we're back uh, joelle introduce us <laughs> it's jeremy Lee. <laughs> nailed it there's our jeremy you got the oprah introduction it's a it's a sacred rite that only jeremy
1: are you in an office
10: i'm in my home office right now yeah well, it Jeremy. It looks
1: like a office building.
10: Okay, Oprah, can you yeah. chill
0: for two seconds, <laughs> Jeremy? I
1: will do that, Zach Braff.
0: Oh my God! You get a car! You get a car! You get a car! <laughs> Jeremy, um, tell us—you uh, you have a special, special day to be on the podcast because the legendary, the living legend Johnny C McGinley has joined us. So, who do you have a question for? Three of the cast members of the TV show Scrubs.
10: I do have a question with, if I don't mind, just a quick background. I uh, work with children with autism. And so uh, we actually did research at this, my wonderful company and nonprofit autism partnership foundation to research if we could change a kid with autism to like social things, not just toys or food. Um, And so we actually stole from an episode that you guys did and got children to actually enjoy the social aspect of that instead of their favorite toy. So I guess my first question is: Wow, yeah, and it's published in a journal, so you can go look at it. Hungry chicken, right on. <laughs> that's incredible. Journals. Good for you. So I guess right my first question is: uh,
1: Who came up with the hungry chicken?
10: Because we use it all the time.
1: <laughs> wow, I don't know. I think that's Bill Lawrence that came up with the, uh, one of the writers, right? Am I right, guys?
10: Oh God,
4: if you if you throw this to Billy, he's going to do a five, six, no, seven, eight. No, you know we got to <laughs> limit him. We got to limit him.
0: He doesn't get too many. Um, that is a good question. I have no idea. I, I think it must've been one of the writers. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we got to throw it to Bill.
0: I'm sorry. So wait, just explain a little bit more. Um, the children who have autism, you say they would they would rather interact with a toy and you use this to give them a way to interact without
10: having a toy involved? Yeah. People think like children with autism only like toys or only want food and they only use that to motivate them. But we know we can motivate them socially too because they need to be social and it's a social disorder. So we would take the hungry chicken, and we would um, have do it with a friend of theirs, and then see if after we did it with them, they would pick that or favorite or their favorite toy. And that's so amazing. we were able to show, like, by really selling it and really doing a lot of hungry chicken, that they would pick a social uh, motivator instead of like food or M and M's, which is right better, that's healthier. Is it's great. Yeah. that's, that's
0: amazing. amazing. Well, now I really wish I could take credit for inventing that because that's a very inspiring <laughs> Me too. story. Um, wow. Do you have another question for us?
10: Yeah, I guess I do. Um, so, uh, you've talked a little bit about the music on the show. Um, and I just think the music on the show is great. And, um zach just to say i think the uh garden state soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks ever thank you it's Uh, a mixtape
0: hold on it's a mixtape it's a (laughs) mixtape i won a grammy for yeah
1: but you yeah you won a mixtape grammy you won a mixtape well i didn't
0: even know they had a mixtape grammy but it turns out they do (laughs) and
1: you won that shit big i
0: did i did you've held it
1: Hey, I, I have it. <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> pop it, pop I got collar, the boy. I got the pop I, got, listen,
0: I got the I got the fucking first uh award in my Egot. I didn't think it was going to be my first. I thought it might be my last.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. If you get the when you get the Egot, you already got the Grammy. Right. I thought I was going to have to do like a book on tape.
10: <laughs> Jeremy, so, uh, do you know what a egot yes. e is? I, of course, Emmy, right. Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yes, That's sir. Right. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, but sorry. thank
0: you, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I, I, Donald, ruined my my praise from you, and I want to thank <laughs> you. Uh, it was it, it was shocking to to everyone involved that that yeah. soundtrack was so successful, but I, I really appreciate it.
10: It really is a good soundtrack, though. Do, do you guys just like already have a song in mind? You know, when that episode comes, or. Do you listen to a song and you know, oh, that'll be a great song to add to a soundtrack one day?
0: I think what happens is um, there there were some writers that were involved. There was, of course, uh, Krista Miller, who uh, plays Jordan and is Bill's wife, and she's very, very into it and very good at it, and Bill, and then the editors. And then I think what happens is you sort of, this is the way I do it for my films as well, you sort of build a big-ass playlist of potential songs. You feel like, oh, these would be great for a montage or... Or, oh, this is a really moving song for somewhere. You don't really know. And then when you get in the edit, you start to go, let's try that song. And then you see. And I just I I always jokingly have a, a goosebump detector. I you can listen to 25 songs and they're like, okay, that's okay. And then all of a sudden you watch it and you just get goosebumps up and down your arm. And you go, okay, well, that's obviously a contender. Um, and and that's a lot of trial and error, a lot of trial and error. And um, uh, these days it's even harder because so many people are doing it that when I made my film, wish I was here, we would, we would try it and we'd fall in love with the song. And then we'd look up online and was like, oh no, it's been used in Grey's Anatomy. It's been used on this. It's been used in this movie. It was, in so it, it's, it's even harder now because you got to find music that hasn't been done to death in, in, uh, in, in, being used in, with film. Wow. Well, well, I mean, you guys I think a really, job.
4: a really good example of that is joshi uh, is, uh, your friend Joshy and, the The different music he brought to the show, Zeki, was just yeah. astonishing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Joshua Radin um, was a is a is an artist that we love a lot. And a actually, lot. Johnny, I don't even know if you know this trivia that his song "Winter," which is in uh, that f- famous episode where we where we lose Brendan Fraser, was the first song he would ever written. No.
1: And, uh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thank and, goodness he wasn't uh, a one hit uh, wonder, dude. Well, this Thank many goodness.
10: years.
9: Yeah.
1: yeah
10: this many years lo- later I loved his cover on uh, Alex Inc that first episode just oh of
0: Bob Dylan thank yeah. you you're you're yeah. the you, so you're the guy that was watching Alex Inc <laughs> thank you so I, much
10: my wife and I who's really sad she couldn't be here but she's actually a second year resident so she's off at the hospital oh wow, oh, wow. So, yeah yeah well
0: thank you and thank you for being such a, a fan of uh, of all things scrubs and Alex Inc and Garden State I really appreciate that
10: and all you guys you, you
1: guys are amazing man you don't even know my name that was oh. Jeremy!
10: <laughs> no we were just watching can't hardly wait my wife is not from america we were watching can't hardly wait. go never on seeing it and we i forgot you were in it oh my gosh that's the
1: best way to that's great that's great I didn't it was going it. right it was going right uh, and then sorry.
0: you were like he's like i, forgot, he's like, I turned I to forgot. my wife and yeah. i was like did you remember that tay diggs is in this
7: movie
1: <laughs> 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 All right, give it, Jeremy. Up, give it up thunderous applause Dan for Jeremy Lee oh, Jeremy stay
0: safe and uh, keep doing the beautiful work you're doing with, with autistic children and thank you so much for, for the kind words
10: oh thank you so much for having me we really right.
0: appreciate it thanks Take buddy care. well guys I think we did it we, we've gone we've gone long uh, the people seem to love it whenever I say I've gotten a lot of chatter on my insta saying stop saying you've gone too long we don't want you guys to stop but we want to, you know. I had a great acting teacher. Used to say, give them ten minutes less than they want.
1: Was this great acting teacher that you have ever on Scrubs?
0: Yes. By the way, did you know that? Dude, come on, man.
1: I thought you may have forgotten with your stoner brain. Who did? Yes. Who did?
4: Who was your acting teacher, and who did um, he or she play on Scrubs? I
1: had. I had the privilege to work with Zach's acting teacher, the David whole Downs. Episode. Yeah, David Downs. I worked. And with who
4: did him. David play?
1: He played the one whose kid was uh in a coma or uh broke his uh i don't i don't remember who i he directed fled.
0: the episode what was it, this wasn't the the epic heather graham one was it
1: no it wasn't it was like he broke his son either broke his back or i i i forget what it was but you know he asked me to be honest with him right and he was like he his one line i remember the part of the interaction we had he said to me do you shave your head because it's cool or because you're bald and i go Balls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good episode. Um, uh, we'll have to figure out what it was. But um, yeah, David Downs was my acting teacher at Northwestern and, um, uh, and also a beautiful uh, actor. And so I had him uh, do a guest star on uh, on Scrubs.
5: Yes. I
4: always, I always feel like one of the great gifts of being Mr. On Bolger, sorry, Mr. Bolger. either a, a hit show or producing a movie is throwing talented friends, not just random friends talented friends putting them on your piece and i i did it with a half a dozen actors on scrubs and then if if people are right i do it all the time with the movies i'm producing too
0: yeah
1: you have have some very talented friends yeah you've
4: got quite a posse of uh sorry
0: i just don't interrupt uh oh i know what it was why it was special it was the wizard of oz episode Uh, joel is telling us in the chat it was mr bolger and his son was brain dead and in someone's brain end. It was the it was at uh, uh, season five, episode seven. If you if you're listening and, and are curious, um, it was yeah, that was I that that epic uh, Wizard of Oz episode.
1: But Johnny, you, have, Mr. Like a, you have a Mister
4: Bolger would be a, a, an homage to Ray Bolger in yes. the Wizard
0: of Oz. Yes, sir, it would be. Now, Johnny, get Johnny, back you to have you.
1: a lot of you have a lot of friends that like are almost like mentors to me, like Eric LaSalle, Michael Beach. These are people that you've known, Cusack. 30 well, years. Yeah. Oh, since you like out of college or you went to college with a lot of these guys. Eric and
4: I, Eric and I went to college together. Right. And uh, that's, he's my guy.
1: Yeah. Johnny. I, guy. Then these he, guys are like, these guys are like, you know, uh, uh, mentors to me. Like, you know, when I was a young actor, Michael Beach was one of the people, when I was doing Wait and Exhaled, that was like, well, this is what you need to do if you want to be successful. Stop smoking that damn cigarette that you're holding on to. Like, I was smoking cigarettes, like, I want to be a movie star, smoking a cigarette at a Table Read. He was like, yo, you want to be a movie star? Put the fucking cigarette down, dude. Mike, Mike, <laughs> is,
4: Mike is no lie.
0: Mike yeah, is no lie. Straight
1: up. Straight up.
0: Johnny, uh, I remember I was thinking the other day, you were on a movie, a uh, big movie, uh, the one um that took place at the motel with Cusack and All at Night. Oh, Identity.
4: J- J- Jim Mengel Jim directed.
0: Identity. And it's a really good movie I recommend to you. I, I liked it a lot. But I was... Good cast. I, I remember you said you want to come visit the set because the set was really cool, even though it looks like it's all outside. It was all in a giant soundstage. It sure was. And, and it was all pissing rain the whole time and uh and you Good said you got to you said you got to come see this set it's really cool and i was like i can't believe i'm allowed to and uh and i came to visit you one day on set and it was just so cool and i just i thought of that because um i, I know a bunch of your buddies uh you, you, you know it feels like you and your posse often cast each other in, in each other's films
4: i think it's a. I think if your posse's talented i mean there's there's some outliers but it, <laughs> it, <laughs> then then yeah good on you it's gonna it's gonna make life easier i like that too i like to use the same people
0: over and over again but you didn't
4: use donald in garden state oh jesus here we go thank you johnny (laughs) oh god
0: thank you johnny thank you very very much
1: like oliver stone used john c mcginley yes so many times so many times ever made you would think that zach braff would take a you know what i mean like you know uh uh, i want you to be
0: the i want you to be the johnny c mcginley to my oliver stone
1: you say that now, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think. How many
0: movies did you do with him? Uh, John, uh, six. Wow. That's Jeez. incredible. Incredible. Jeez. And there's some, and there's six of the best. Yeah. He, uh- what about talk radio? I was thinking about you in talk radio the other day. I was thinking about you f- in seven. For those of you who don't remember, Johnny's in yeah. one, one of my favorite movies. Seven. I love Take that the movie. shot.
1: Take the shot.
0: And and then Johnny, you go. I don't know if you improv. Did you improv this when you go? Somebody calls somebody. I did improv that. That was incredible. He's in the chopper right uh, when uh, right when the shit goes down with the what's in the box? What's yeah. in the box? And then David, John-
4: David gave us as, as much rope as we wanted to hang ourselves with. Uh, he he lets the actors run and then he'll chop it together in post. But he lets you run.
1: There were two scenes. So you're in the chopper, but you're also in when they bum rushed the room too right yeah with the, with, with, this, with with, yeah. with
0: the, the emaciated
4: guy yeah, yeah
0: oh but i'll never forget i, I remember getting goosebumps when I, you know this is before i even knew you johnny and and, and you were and you go oh my god somebody calls, somebody and i
4: was like that's such so a we, good with line the, <laughs> with the emaciated guy david found out there was uh asbestos in that building and he wasn't down with it so we shut down for a while and found another building and that was a whole to-do um that was a complete clusterfuck when he found out there was asbestos in that building. You know, it was, you have
0: you know you have budget when they're like, "There's asbestos in the building. We're shutting down." i like, would <laughs> <laughs> never been on a movie that had that power. But again, right. I'm I'm no Fincher. Man, I love Fincher, and man, I love that movie. That's one of my favorites.
4: Yeah, everybody shines in that movie.
0: What's in the box? um on that note we love you all for listening keep chatting us uh, on uh on insta you make us laugh and if you have a question scrubs i at gmail.com joelle will decide if your question is worthy for air right joelle joelle yields all the power don't yell at me and donald we don't do anything
1: joelle a lot of people like the fact that we talk star wars too i'm just gonna put it out there
0: yeah i saw that too i have
1: getting a lot of dms donald i'm just about saying maybe doing a Star Wars show. there was we a lot need of to make that, that happen
0: it. there was a lot of talk You're about great. i saw uh, much to my dismay i saw someone going i really thought uh donald and Joel's insight about quag and joe whatever it is, was really interesting shut up, shut
1: up. five six seven eight stories about a show we made
0: about a bunch of doctors and nurses in a You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.